My head hurts. What happened, Jeff? <laughs> well, I was setting up my booth for the recording because I record out of a cupboard because I'm a professional. We're all professionals. And... <laughs> professional idiots. You would be surprised how many professionals have actually recorded out of a out of a cupboard. I mean, it's pretty professional. I've got like jumpers on the side of the doors, so you know it's, mm -hmm. it's like all proper soundproofed and stuff. But yep. the whole thing kind of just fell on top of my—not the whole cupboard, but all the <laughs> other bits fell on top of my head, and that's why there's a lot of gibberish in the chat at the moment because it <laughs> fell onto the laptop. I wondered and... why suddenly the thing was just pinging at me like bling, bling, bling. <laughs> that was the sound of—that was the sound of my dignity dying, Moggy. Uh, you had dignity. Uh, I don't Not know. anymore. I had one scrap of it, and it's gone. <laughs> I have a question. Is there some sort of, like, ghost going around, breaking all the things, both in the physical world and the digital world, and all the things seem to be not operational 100%? Potentially. I think here was just, it was the ghost of my former competence that <laughs> has since died and then haunted me like a poltergeist. I think we've just entered the end of the year, and everything's just sort of giving up. Like, <laughs> Do you know how you are like that last week before Christmas in the office and you're just like, yeah, work is kind of going to get done, but nah. Everything is duct taped together. Everything is just duct taped together, barely keeping it together, including the people. Well, I said, to be fair, my health usually fails drastically over the Christmas period, as you know, Moggy. So. <laughs> that is true. I guess this is one of those few times when less is, well, less, <laughs> which is what we're going to be talking about today. Hi, welcome to Indulge. Minimal. I am Moggy and I am joined today by Jeff. Hello, guys. And Murdoch. Hello, everyone. And as we enter that end of year gifting period, we decided we will take a little look at gifting and when perhaps less is more. Mm -hmm. And I have also, there isn't a splash screen in our show notes today, not because I didn't find one, but because <laughs> less is more. Oh, that's why. That's why. That's I, I, why. It's, it's right. not that I didn't find anything funny to put a, there. A, a, a little tongue-in-cheek humor for, our, <laughs> for, for us on the inside. Great, Jeff. But that's why we, that's why we enjoy having you. <laughs> I had one job and I failed. <laughs> no, you had one job and you failed gloriously. You failed successfully. Aha! Oh, <laughs> uh -huh. I planned it all along. Uh-huh. So when we enter what in the West would be known as Christmas and other people celebrate similar periods, we try to be inclusive here. We, as we enter the gifting period specifically, I think we've touched upon this before, but there's a little bit of a conflict, at least for me as a quote-unquote minimalist in training, when both in the giving and for me, it's the receiving end of things. Like I have this mm. conflict of I don't really want a lot of stuff. I'm trying to minimize the objects in my life. But at the same time, I have the little avarice gremlin inside of me, sort of like, yes, yes, bring me all of the pities, all of the shinies. More. Yes. Give me more. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's not helpful. It's not helped by the fact where it's like, you pick out at the items, it's like, mm, it's not the little things that you'd be interested in, it's like, mm, yes, how about this expensive thing I've been eyeing all year? Yeah. Why won't yeah. anybody get me that? <laughs> mm. You know, I've really been wanting one of those gigantic JCB diggers. Nowhere to put it, but man, what a present <laughs> that would be. Ah, uh, yes, or a 1,200 watt stereo system. I have nowhere to use it, but I want one. <laughs> I really love shaking the mortar out of the bricks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring the building down. <laughs> but that's it, right? 
I think one of the gremlins, demons that I wish to excise is that avarice nature. The When you come to Christmas, like, I want things. I want a big pile of presents. I want 4K monitors, iPhones, Android phones. Bring me all the things. It's not something I like in myself, and it's definitely something I am working on and actively reject. But at the same time, I then become that person. I become a Jeff. I become someone who is awful to buy gifts for. Hey, I'm easy to buy gifts for. You'll get for... nothing and like it. <laughs> I really we, will. <laughs> we, we, we will get him a succulent. Yeah, Jeff murders I mean... succulents. No, no, no. I, do, no. I don't murder succulents. I care for succulents and then they betray me. This is what happened. We, we, we've been over this with Leopold, who was, who was moved with my parents, I believe. So he can enjoy that southern sun, the little traitor. Uh, so this this would both be like an absolutely terrible gift or it's a gift so terrible it's actually good. <laughs> it's a gift for you guys that you give to me. <laughs> Cecil 2.0. Oh. oh, I did. Uh, Cecil, Cecil, again, Cecil just up and died on me for no reason. <laughs> He's like, peace out, bro. Mm. I've lived a long, full year. I'm going to die on you. <laughs> for those listening, Cecil was a, was was like ring ivy. He was very, very beautiful. And he freshened kept, the room. He freshened the room. He was great. And he was growing really well. And then all of a sudden, he just went, yeah, he full on peaced out. <laughs> Peace out, died dude. overnight. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, just fade to black. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> just like, oh, like a French movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like I woke up in the morning and say, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I may have cradled him a little. It's fine. Uh, I didn't cry. He's Ivy. They're relatively easy to cradle. So yep. there is also on the flip side of how do we give? Because I think if we're going to go into this season the hallmark way, it is the season of giving, not the season of getting. But hmm. the same issue applies for me. I don't want to bring more unwanted stuff into people's lives. I want to give as I wish to receive. I want to give meaningfully. I want to give something that reflects how I feel about the person and mm -hmm. all of these things. It's uh, it's a conflict. It's anxiety-inducing. Like I feel like it shouldn't be this stressful. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. I don't know. There might be some people who ha who don't have this problem, but for me personally speaking, a lot of thought and effort goes into gifts. I don't like to give for the sake of gifting in the sense that just that I thought of you, it's more along the lines of here is a gift that will serve you some good purpose. There's definitely that feeling that when you, because I get very, I find gift, the gifting season very stressful. And it's that idea of, yeah, when you when you just get something for somebody because you have to get it for them, it's like, it can't, it makes it feel mandatory and it's not in the real spirit of it. It's not fun. It's not wholesome. It's just mm -hmm. here is, you know, I am I can't think of the word, but here is here is mandatory gift because it is mandatory gifting season. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Here is another coffee mug. You like coffee mugs, right? Y yes. I'll put them on the shelf with the other twenty-seven coffee mugs exactly. I don't use. It, it, it's an obli it, it, it should be. It shouldn't be an obligation. It should be a joy to do it. Hmm. It's a tricky one because gifting is a part of the social contract we have with our friends and. Mm. While it is very possible, and indeed, I know many people who in fact do this, you can make agreements that, hey, we're not going to give gifts this year, we're just going to get together and spend the money on having a good time together, have some food, mm. have some drink. Or, you know, you set a budget like, hey guys, just don't go over 10, 15 pounds, euros, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
And that can open up some really fun stuff that, you know, the, um, I mean, the getting together and having spending time together is great. I mean, that's the whole point. Hmm, right. The, the price limit on gifts can lead to some really fun and interesting gifts because nobody's going to get anything extravagant. Hmm. But you have to find something that kind of makes sense and it, it can be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And that, that comment on price limit is interesting because it definitely varies from culture to culture, from, you know, social group to social group. It is a relative marker. It's a great leveling factor where if you are, if you have good relationships, I mean, as we say, communication is so important here. And this is what I meant by, by the social contract, where mm. sometimes if we bring this to the table thoughtlessly, then it can feel like trying to weasel out of some part of the friendship contract, which... It's an unspoken thing, but you're, what I really don't want to do is give off the impression of I don't actually care about this relationship. Sometimes a gift is, it's not the gift itself that is important. It truly is the thought that counts. It's the mm -hmm. fact that you have gone to that effort and you are honoring that relationship in some mm. tangible way. So yeah. it has like, to be agreed upon. It has to be something yeah. that you and your friends equally understand whether it's a limit of saying hey not everybody can spend extravagantly this year so we're setting that limit so even if someone does go over the limit it actually mm -hmm. kind of flips the tables where it's the person who goes over the limit that is breaking the taboos. Break the rules yeah breaking, breaking the, the rules, taboos yeah. it's you are right with the um when you you don't get gifts for people you barely know and you don't get gifts for people you pass on the street you get gifts for people who are in your lives and mm -hmm. as a as a matter of permanence Mm -hmm. So if you, there is that level of anxiety with it. If you don't get a gift for this person who is permanently in your life, what does that say about the, you know, what does that say about your relationship with that person? Mm. And, and there's like, it, there is that whole level of anxiety around that because this person matters and the social contract states that we need to be getting each other gifts or something of an equivalence. Mm. I, I do have a slight deviation on the topic, but I think it is... Us. It, it, it's kind of an important one. Tangent, tangent, tangent. Onward. It's down the garden path. Ah, uh, yeah. So let, let me let me show you what's in the shed out back. No. no. <laughs> See, my image was riding. My image was riding dude buggies into the in, uh, into the desert. But you know, no, you go no, to the no. weird shed. It's cool. Uh, no, no. Here's here's my here's my collection of gardening tools. This is what I use to make my you know very nice and pretty garden, which you can enjoy. It's like ah, intention is important. Not planned, but the point I was trying to make is that, yes, there is this cliche of, like, it's the thought that counts, and it really should be the thought that counts, but ultimately, we are human. There is, I don't know, like a desire gremlin? Yeah, the average gremlin that we've mentioned the up top. Gremlin. Yes, at that, like, at a conscious level or a subconscious level, it is there, and we do need to acknowledge it. Well, it kind of is a bit of a callback to our advertising episode where, mm -hmm. I mean, I've been seeing it already, like in the run up to the Christmas period, it seems to happen early and earlier every year. Like at least let Halloween get out of the way before the Christmas demon jumps out of the box and tries to make us buy things. Mm -hmm. But the advertising is so pointed in like, you know, buy a gift, show people you love them. If you don't buy them this expensive thing, do you really love them? Huh? Mm -hmm. huh? Do, huh? Do, do you really love it? Well, the, the, the other one is also, do you love yourself? Yes, mm. gift yourself this season. Hmm. 
it is violent. The, the end result is they don't care who you're buying these things for. No, they only buy something. As that long is very you buy true. something, well, exactly. They, they don't care about anything other than selling. It, it literally doesn't matter what you're buying as long mm-hmm. as you're buying something. Mm, pretty much, pretty much. And I'm, you know, for as long as we have been doing the show and as much as we have been trying to apply some practices and principles, again, will not say that I have been 100% successful. Do you think we should get like a groundhog and dress it as Sansa and if it doesn't come out, we get another week of Halloween? <laughs> yes. Right? I just think that, you know, or, or, or something equivalent because I, I don't know if groundhogs hibernate, but just something, you know, like, you know, because I don't want to start pitting, you know, we, we don't want to get Santa fighting Jack Skellington because that's only going to end one way. We saw that in the movie. Hmm. But yeah, maybe just like, you know, another week of Halloween, the gopher didn't put on the hat, you know. Hmm. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Like, and I... I think this is one of the ways that we can reclaim the period, especially if you're like, again, at least some of us here in this podcast are from Western Europe. We celebrate Christmas at this period. So a lot of my ideas around Christmas are shaped by media and the movies. And part of the way I reclaim it for myself is a lot of the advertising plays on that kind of, do you want the traditional Christmas? Look at, you know, uh, it's the nostalgia grab. So Mm. I kind of lean heavily into that. I do actually enjoy very old-fashioned music, old-fashioned decorations. I get the old crooners on, you know, have yourself a merry little Christmas, that kind of thing. Nat King Cole will live forever as one of the greatest singers of all time. Right? Nat King Cole is just, he's awesome. He's, He's just Forever incredible. And it, it scratches that itch for me that the adverts are trying to scratch as a polar bear tries to sell you a soft drink. It's, no, I'm okay. I have my my music. I have my tree. I'm holding down the fort. I don't need more stuff. I. It's kind of a scary thing when you think about it because they say in the wild, if you see a polar bear, it means it's been tracking you for days and you're already dead, right? Uh-huh. So if a polar bear is trying to sell you Coca-Cola, he's been tracking you for days. You're buying that Coca-Cola. Oh, God. You're, you're, you're doomed. It's a, it, it's a very apt, it's a very I, apt I, mascot. I, I, also, I, I, just had, I just had a very, very strange realization. Home hmm. Alone was product placement. Well, it's from and welcome era. to all of cinema from the nineties. <laughs> Home Alone is product placement. It's a Christmas movie, but you have this child in this house, and you know he sets up all the traps, and it makes you think. Maybe as a child, maybe as a teenager, maybe as a grown adult, it's like, oh yes, that thing the kid had in the movie. This would make a nice gift. Ah, all the, the look at the wide selection of gifts you can choose from. Yeah, it, 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 this, this is insidious. I've never made this connection. When you watch almost anything uh, now, now, then, everything is product placement. Like the whole They Live movie with Rowdy Roddy Piper has never been more relevant or true because it genuinely is everything is product placement. Yeah. I mean, you watch an Apple TV show and it's like you can play, <laughs> you play bingo, you'd win in five minutes with the amount of Apple products. <laughs> uh, in house, in house advertisement, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, eh. It's interesting though, right, that Mm -hmm. we have this conversation, we go into this conversation about how to approach the the Christmas period more minimally, how do we apply, you know, these ideas that we've been discussing, and we've immediately begun talking about buying things. Mm -hmm. Buying things and price and money. 
Mm. It's so ingrained in the culture that this is how the holiday period is. And I feel like this is something that began very much in the second half of the 20th century. This, you go back to it's a small history lesson. Like if you go back to the beginnings of, you know, Western European Christmas, it predates, you know, Christianity. It's these are old festivals where everybody got together to, in essence, celebrate the the solstice, i.e. the darkest point of the year. This is in essence, the worst it's going to get. The days get longer from here on out. So let's all get together. Let's make sure everybody has a nice meal. We all spend time together and we celebrate. We kind of yeah. you know, shout at the void as we yeah. you know, charge towards the daylight again. We get together mm-hmm. and we share everything that we've saved up and we all we all eat and we all drink and we're all safe and warm and happy. Hmm. And we foster a really good environment. And then we, and that brings us into the next year. Where it we carries can us share. through those dark times. It carries us through the, the dark times. And it also, it fosters those good relations. So the next year, everybody can share again. So everybody makes it through the winter. It's a social bonding activity, isn't it? It really is. It's, I mean, there is, and again, it's, there's that social contract there that if you want to be part of the community, if you want to thrive in the community, you have to contribute to the community. I mean, maybe that's where the gifting has sprung from and it's become far more individualistic in in the 20th century. Hmm. I mean, indulgently minimal at gmail.com. I do believe this is partly the Victorians are to blame here, as well as the 1950s, 1960s ad boom. I think I mean, those... The- the age of plenty, the, 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 you know, the latter half of the 20th century gave yeah. is probably responsible for a lot of it. But I, I do but we think can always blame the Victorians. They're super easy to blame. They can't defend well, themselves. They, 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 are around to, they are to blame for many things, let's be fair. <laughs> they really are. I'm, 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 not, I'm not very well versed, but I'm also assuming there's, uh, there's definitely this whole thing about mass production in supply chain management. Yeah, I mean, obviously a lot of the plastic boom, as it were, came out of that globalization. But I think if we go back to the Victorian era, that's when we start to see the the rise of a lot of gift giving. And That was industrialization. That was the yeah. beginning of mass production. So I think that it grew upon older traditions till we get to today where it's literally, if you don't have a mountain of presents, your parents don't love you. Hmm. Or Santa Claus doesn't love you. That is, I, 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 I get confused. That, that, Honey, that is the insidious message. I, I think this is, this is the the actual scary part. That is the insidious message that if you don't get somebody something, that you are also sending a message. Yeah. It really is. It's also, I'm sorry, honey, we live in a new build. Santa couldn't get down the chimney. Hmm. (laughs) How does Santa get through an electric fireplace? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know like how a sponge can go through a sieve and reform on the other side? No, no, no. Mm -hmm. We've been through this. Santa is a quantum experience. He delivers the presents at exactly the same time because he's simultaneously everywhere at the same time. It's a quantum Santa. Because it's always Christmas. Yes. Somewhere. In your heart, it is always Christmas. This is what we're truly... We're getting very close to the, uh, the the true Christmas was the friends we spent the time with. This, it, 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 it's, all, it's all coming back around. Mm. I think the route out of this is the same way we got into it. It's the, the people are what's important. And oh, not, not by a recording booth falling on our heads. <laughs> well, we that's, that safe. was like symbolic of Santa going through the chimney. You had, uh. to be con- you had to be constricted in a tight space to emerge. At, oh my God, Jeff is Santa. 
I mean, okay, I do. I do. I do. Is, I, I have a beard. bicycle. I want a dragon. I want a. Have you been a good boy? <laughs> no. Um, well, Jeff is sent. Oh, so we did find. We we found a Santa. Uh, I don't know why. The only thing going through my head at the moment is a very strange sort of like mashup thing of your Santa and your Santa <laughs> and your Santa. I do have a small anecdote on that note. Oh no! <laughs> on multiple uh, Santas? Uh, multiple Santa? Well, kind of. I'll, I'll try to keep it as short as possible, knowing how difficult that is. Have you heard of uh, the Cookie Supplier? Ah, yes, the legendary Cookie Supplier. Right? <laughs> the legendary I... Cookie Supplier. Yes. Uh, I... A friend of ours. A very lovely friend of ours, yes. Shout out to Cookie Supplier. (laughs) But that nickname came out of uh, a very funny story. So we used to play an online game, and in said online game, you can actually make cookies. So digital cookies. And as a joke, once he threatened with filling my in-game mailbox with cookies. I like threatened. I like that threatened was the word. (laughs) Uh, I shall I, I shall give you so many delicious goodies. <laughs> digital goodies. Uh, digital goodies. In, in, in the sense that basically I already have uh, both uh, like in-game and in real life inventory management problem. I didn't need this. <laughs> just open cookies. the mailbox and it's just, ah, you don't have enough space in your mailbox. Please clear space in your mailbox. And it is just <laughs> like cookies for days. Uh, so one... It was just essentially taking a digital stroll in said game, and I found somebody screaming for Santa during the winter season. I'm like, hmm, let me do a nice thing. And I gave the person a digital cookie as a way to get rid of the uh, the excess stock. <laughs> and I got a very, very excited reaction. I was like, yes, the real Santa is here. <laughs> And uh, I don't know, I, I, I got a nice warm fuzzy feeling that even though this is, yes, this is digital cookies, this is, you know, a character of somebody I am probably never going to meet in my life, but all I could think was, hmm, this put a smile on somebody's face. Hmm. And thus began hmm. the tradition where what started off as a joke and a threat <laughs> became a bit of an in-game tradition where around the same time every season, we just hand out digital cookies to everyone we see. Hmm. That's cute. I like that. It's mm. that's that's sweet. That is sweet. And well intended. Ah. <laughs> well, I think it kind of cuts to the heart of what we're trying to get at here. That I feel like if you ask people to give you an anecdote of their one of their favorite Christmas memories or whatever just like a memorable appropriate like, season is for you, just like a memorable a memorable time from that season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that somebody will give you a story that is literally just, oh, yeah, I got this thing and it was totally awesome. Mm. Even if the anecdote is to do with an object, it's usually the story uh, around getting it, like it's funny or it's sweet or it's, you know, it's like those videos of grown men getting given retro consoles and acting like children. Mm. It's it's, just awesome. It's great. And it it fills me with joy to watch them. They're just Mm. wonderful. But that is based on, you know, actually knowing somebody, listening to perhaps what their wants are, their desires are, and then taking hints from that in a sense. Yeah. I mean, it can be an expensive gift. It can be a small gift. It's Mm -hmm. that they're all, I mean, it reminds me of that memorable time where 
as a thing in our house when we were younger, we'd get like one present on Christmas Eve. A small um, present. A, a small little present is kind of like a, an amuse-bouche for Christmas. <laughs> and <laughs> you know. Lord, you're making yourself posh. <laughs> children, <laughs> children, come to the foyer. We are going to open our amuse-bouche. <laughs> an amuse, yes, an amuse-bouche. Or star, <laughs> a star for Christmas before it mains, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this particular year, um, I... For, you know, spoilers, I was gifted a PlayStation 3. Um, this is how this is old few, we are. <laughs> this is how old we are, and it was a few years after the PlayStation 3 had come out. Hmm. This was not, you know, this was not a launch PS3. It was a PS3 Slim. Mm. And the Christmas Eve gift I got beforehand was the little um, Bluetooth headset that went with it. <laughs> uh. And it's like, oh, this is great. I know what I'm getting tomorrow. I can't do anything with this. <laughs> Yay! I mean, it does build excitement, which is mm. what a, a starter supposed, is supposed to whet the appetite, so to and speak. And it did. Yeah. And it's a very, very fun story and a very fun yes. memory. Uh, on that note, I think, like, what's it called, Ian? Gifting, one of them is, a, like, a gift suggestion, which I think we have mentioned before. Offering somebody sort of, like, you know, complimentary dinner for two could be considered a nice gift or, you know, a day at the spa could be considered a nice gift. Gift vouchers don't even have to be quote unquote real vouchers. It can literally be just a, hey, call me for a drink and I will buy us a drink or a meal or... Or a really cute card for 50 euros for travel. Oh yeah, somebody mm-hmm. did do that for you, didn't somebody they, did, Somebody very, very kind did that for me, thank you. <laughs> to you and your beloved, it was a very, very, very nice present. And you know for a fact that I took that 50 euros from you. <laughs> I hoped he wouldn't, but he did. Um, <laughs> I no, waited. I waited like nine did. months. You did. You waited until I was at my weakest and then you struck <laughs> like a Christmas panther. I mean, I, w- w- would you expect any less from a brother? This is what, I mean, is what we do. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing that now. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid cast has to happen one of these days. Eventually, we'll get, we'll get around to it. <laughs> we will get around to it, yes. If somebody donates $1,000 to the Ko-Fi, I will read the script <laughs> and do all the voices from Metal Gear Solid 1. <laughs> Indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. If you want to see a Twitch stream of two brothers playing Metal Gear Solid, quoting all the worst lines in the worst accents we can muster, let us know. Ah, yes. Indulgentlyminimal.gmail.com. Eternal Eternal Doom was a fun stream to watch. (laughs) 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 Oh, of course. Oh, oh, yeah. Was that where you you were playing Doom? Mm -hmm. I was playing Animal Crossing and I Uh couldn't hear... I couldn't hear the audio in Animal Crossing and I couldn't figure out why the fishing wasn't working. (laughs) (laughs) Uh So... I think what we're kind of getting at then is that if we try and step back from stuff, it creates a space that we can literally fill with time. Mm. So if we are, okay, we're not not wanting to create clutter and more stuff, maybe it's just literally a, hey, we're all going to get together. You want to come around, bring a bottle, bring a pie, and we will spend some time together instead. That can be a solution, but keeping in the spirit of why we give gifts in the first place. Yeah, I mean, Mm. it's like when you, if you spend time with people, I mean, if you're choosing to spend time with people, aside from, you know, there are are certain family dynamics that we won't get into. Mm -hmm. But when you're spending 
this time with people. You're spending it because you you like them. You like spending time with them. You have fun around them, mm-hmm. and you can share that over food and drink and party games and just have a really really grand and time. Pie. And pie. pie. And pie. All kinds of pies. Savory pie. pie. Sweet pies. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. That's one of those Math like, ah, oh, time is money. And this seems like a very good, like, you know, um, investment in terms of like return on investment. You feel yeah. good. I think for sure, because as we, you know, finish this year, which will be the first year of indulgently minimal and moving forward, this is what I really want to explore is less of a how do we navigate this world that is causing all these problems and more like let's find a way to be content and happy and actually exit from this like hamster wheel of consumerism and this feels like a very good time to reflect on that because the christmas period in the west at least is a time that we're told to spend with family to show people we love them and yet it's also the time that the advertising knife is really stuck into the deepest point mm. buy things buy things so it really well, it, is an opportunity it, it's a double-edged mm. sword it uses or a double-edged sword it's a double-pronged attack it uses that familial connection and friendship connection to stick the knife in mm-hmm. and yeah i think you're right you know maybe you know, we, we should be seeking to leave the hamster wheel and aim for that really nice pile of straw to have a nap in yeah, rather than like having just another tech podcast of, hey, here's the top 10 things to buy your loved ones at Christmas. Here's a ring camera. Here's an Android phone that will... We don't need more stuff. Get around the campfire. I don't want more stuff. <laughs> we Get don't around need... the campfire. Yeah. Roast some we don't need more stuff. Tell stories. Yeah. Get the banjo out and play that awesome song from Outer Wilds. You know, if we're going <laughs> to gather around the fire. Ding, 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 do, do, do. I, I love that game. I love that right. song. It's so good. <laughs> I, 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 oh, man, Outer Wilds. Outer Wildcast, that's what we are now. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. I, I feel like there's not much more. <laughs> Even like, with what, what are our final thoughts? Invite your friends around and have fun, right? Mm-hmm. So time, time, is, time is probably quite possibly the most important resource that any of us have. Hmm. And let's use that. Use that with yep. people that you care about. There, there's a final comment in... What's it, there's a final comment in the notes. Molly, can you give us that final comment? Oh. The point of gifting is to put a smile on somebody's face. You cannot put a static monetary value on someone's happiness, despite what the TV might tell us. That one. I think, that's, I, I think that really is it. Gifting is about making somebody happy. And that's kind of the be-all and end-all of it. Mm -hmm. Which I think we are hoping to dig into next week is perhaps one of the philosophies that really is focused on that time. And it's perhaps something that while it has been commoditized a little, there is still a lot of wisdom to be drawn from it. Jeff, how do we pronounce this philosophy that we will be discussing next week? Oh God, my girlfriend's going to kill me. It's (laughs) It's <laughs> it's Hugo 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 I, I, I can't do Scandinavian vowels. Ah, uh, <laughs> neither can I. It's a real problem. <laughs> I haven't heard the actual pronunciation. I'm gonna have to do some research. Otherwise, we'll end up with you know, good old Nessie. <laughs> I will. I will ask, and I will come back next week armed with the correct pronunciation. That sounds like yeah, an I, excellent plan. For those who are very, very confused, in English, most of us call it Hugo. So we will be discussing that warm Scandinavian concept of getting together and 
well, how to spend that time together well. Hmm. And I think that's what I am at least hoping to get out of this season. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Oh, yeah. Great. Well, investing time with family, with friends, for yourself. It's like, get out of that cycle. Get yeah. out of that cycle of worry. It's it's there, accept it. Mm. And then, you know, <laughs> find ways around it. And one of the ways around it is to actually invest time in people and yourselves. Well, like, uh, I think we've mentioned it before. There is that, when we get to the Christmas period, there is that trap we fall into of trying to do that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, which I can jingle all the way, where, you know, he's like, spends the whole movie running around trying to get that toy. And it kind of reminds me of another movie from the decade previous to that one. It's like, hmm, funny game. Seems like the only way of winning is not to play at all. Hmm, yeah. (laughs) Okay, on that note, we've been Indulgently Minimal. I hope you've enjoyed that episode. Stay tuned. We're going to be coming at you all December with some holiday-themed episodes, so look forward to those. We are on social media, Instagram, Mastodon, all of the things like that. There are links in the show notes if you want to check it out. You can email us as well at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. Once again, thank you to all of our supporters on Coffee. It really does help support us making the show. So if you appreciate what we do and you want to help us out, do consider buying us a coffee over there. The link is ko-fi.com forward slash indulgently minimal. Again, links in the show notes. I've been Moggy and I've been joined today by Jeff. Thanks, guys. Remember, remember to go easy on yourselves. And Murdoch. And remember, folks, indulge a little. Thanks for joining us. See you for the next one. Bye. See you later, guys. Take care, everyone.